Andrew, does your missus think you genuinely on a work call? Yes. Lovely stuff. Yeah. So I asked if uh, if uh, you could either put American accents on or just talk about how much you miss the UK. <laughs> I mean, we're being so proud about our product right away that Andrew feels he has to lie to his wife about it. I mean, it's pretty bad, Andrew. I don't even think I think you're, you're kind of qualifying yourself as a kind of occasional guest at this stage. Just... <laughs> It, it, it is always that embarrassing moment when my wife like says, what are you looking at on your phone? And the, the easier answer would be porn. Welcome to the Tight Ends, a uh, fantasy football podcast for the NFL. Uh, I'm your host, Fitz. I'm the commissioner of the Anglo-Scott Fantasy Football League. And uh, with me today is uh, Fleming, uh, manager of the Bags. How are you doing, Fleming? Hello. Hello. I'm good, thanks. How are you, mate? I'm good, man. I'm good. And the manager of the Renegades down in Reading, uh, Lino. How are you doing, Lino? I'm good, thanks. A little bit nervous, but I'm all right. How are you nervous? What's going on? I don't know. These sort of uh, these things are new to me. I listen to them. Now we're... What seemed a, a a random message I put into the uh, WhatsApp group has uh, has uh, d- d- has delivered something. Do you think that every fantasy football group now, whether it's like NFL, whether it's football, whatever, there's a WhatsApp group, right? There's a I, WhatsApp group, yeah, and yeah. there's always one guy in it who comes up. In fact, everyone's got different characters, don't they? You've got one guy who comes up with mental ideas. That seems to be you, Lionel. Uh, we've yep. got one person who tries to keep the chat going all together. That's you, Fitz. Um, and then we've got people who annoy the hell out of us, which is pretty much the other five. Yeah, there's there's always one who's kind of reading it about a week too late, and we all know who that is, don't we? So, um, so we got we got this we got we had this crazy idea. It feels like a midlife crisis, uh, probably for all of us. Uh, we're all dads. We're all kind of in that sort of period of our lives where we're playing fantasy football. We're getting strange looks from our partners. In some cases, the kids don't really understand what we're doing. But we thought we'd have a crack. Uh, because for some reason we think we've got good chat. We have no fantasy football expertise. So if you're here for advice, don't stay for advice. If you're here just to listen to some hopefully decent chat about fantasy football, the NFL, football, life, and anything else in general that we can kind of stumble across, then you're in the right place. Just to give you a bit of background, we're a, a league based of people from across the UK in Scotland and in England, and now one in Wales actually as well, not forgetting the uh, Welsh contingent. And it's eight teams, not very big league. And uh, we've had people who've been run, kind of running their teams for a different amount of time. Fleming, how long have you been going for? You've been your founding member, right? Yeah, yeah. I think I think you and me and uh, the other you and Broadwood. We're oh no, and Barry. Sorry, I should say. So there's, there's, there's four of us half the league, which are like originals, if you like. We're the we're the Notts County yep. and Blackburn Rovers. Um, the OGs. The OGs. Um, so we've been going for what ten years now, and it's probably fair to say that ten years ago. I had no idea about American football at all. I came in just for a, a bit of laugh. Ten yeah. years on, I still know fuck all, but I like to pretend <laughs> I know a bit more. Well, that, that's interesting because that's a nice segue to Lino. So, Lino, how long have you been doing it for? Or this will be my fifth year, I'm guessing. This will be your fifth year. Do you feel like you have an idea of what you're doing? Uh, a little bit more now than I did at the start. The reason I got roped into so I work with him a couple of places. And I think I might have randomly once mentioned I watched 
the NFL on a Sunday night, on a Monday morning. I remember I didn't, something I didn't normally do. And that was pretty much his invitation to invite me to this this group. And then he gave me quite a serious talk saying, you've got to take it seriously. At this point, I just wanted to opt out. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then he added me to the Facebook group chat, which we had before the WhatsApp group chat. And I could see all the discussion you lot had, had about whether to accept me and Nick. And it basically it was, yeah, I can make him take it seriously. <laughs> right <now. laughs> Is that, yeah. I mean, that, for those, those of you who don't know uh, who we're talking about, we're talking about the manager of the uh, his team called the Grizzlies, a guy called Barry Rankin. He'll be on in a future episode, I'm sure. And 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 Barry probably has this kind of force of personality where he probably thinks he can make any of us do anything. I think that's fair, isn't it? Yeah, but in um, fairness, Lionel, you, you, you're saying like, you know, uh, I was worried that I wasn't going to be taking it seriously. What's your dog called? Brady. Brady, I mean, for fuck's sake, Matt. I mean, I mean, that is actually taking, you know, taking it pretty seriously. You're, you're naming your pets after NFL players. Yeah. Well, let's let's also go let's go a step further. If we think about our league, our eight-team league, in ten years of doing the league, none of us have probably, uh, no, in fact, we've never dis- properly designed professionally our team logos. You came along. What did you do? Professional logos. Professional logos for every, not just your team, every team. And then what did you do? Did, then, then we all got sent what in the post? Uh, professional helmets. <laughs> professional little miniature helmets with our logos on. So like for someone who wanted to opt out, for someone who wasn't like sure about it, like who wasn't like, taking it seriously enough. <laughs> yeah. Like, I've been ru- I've been running the league as like this kind of de facto commissioner for 10 years. At no point did I think, oh, yeah, I'm going to get logos. I'm going to get helmets. You turn up. You're almost like a deputy commissioner, and no one's even like better than I live, my friend. So, like, fair play. I, I, I did feel I had to add something to the to the group after my first couple of seasons. I did struggle. Oh, you have added something. Well, it wasn't going to be wins, was it? Because like your first uh, few years. Was I'm, like, I'm, how... I, to be honest, finishing top of the league last season, I was very tempted to put that on my LinkedIn profile. <laughs> Actually, that's a good segue. Um, Fitz, I mean, it's probably a good, a good idea as commissioner. Do you want to give like um, everyone kind of a rundown of you know, what happened last year so we can kind of get a good idea of, uh, I mean, of where we're looking at a couple of weeks ahead of the draft? Two new franchises. Two new franchises. I mean, we basically, the, the, the shameful part of our history of our league, for those who play fantasy football, who listen to this going, what are these guys talking about? We've had 10 seasons. We've had 13 different people compete at any one stage. The lowest ebb of the league was probably about 2016, where we only had four teams. So only four teams. Like you could pretty much have a star-studded lineup, and we all did. And it was a. It was. And we, had, we were still shit. And we were all shit. <laughs> and I think we all pretty much had the same record, and it was just a potluck who won the league. I think that year actually I won the league, thank, thankfully. So that was our like lowest ebb, or at least for you lot it was, not for me when I won the league for the first time. But. That's our lowest step. And we've kind of recovered. And then we've got last year, we got up to eight teams. So last year we had um, the four four OGs. So yourself, them, me, uh, Broadwood, who's the manager of the Alligators. And then we had two kind of uh, expansion franchises from four years ago. So that's yourself, Lino, from the expansion in uh, four years ago, and also Nick, who owns the Sharks. And then we extended two more times. And uh, and surprisingly, uh, at the end of just before the playoffs, Lino, you came top, didn't you? You were like top of the league. Top of the league champions. Cha- well, no, you weren't champions. Let's not let's not get ahead of ourselves. You were top of the league. <laughs> you got a buy in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. Then and, Brian. 
And then what happened in the first so proper playoff? Pick Matt Ryan rather than Justin Burrows. And we'll I pick would, Matt Ryan. And if, if Justin Burrows were played, I'd have won my game, then I would have won the final. Okay. Yeah, I mean, not, he, that, that has not stuck with him for the past six months at all, the fact no. he can reel that off. So in four years, and as commissioner, I was looking at the stats the other day, compiling for the start of this league uh, year, and in four years, you've won one playoff game. And that was not last year, and it wasn't the year before. It was your second year, and it wasn't even a proper playoff game. It was a consolation game. Finish. Didn't I win? I won the third and fourth playoff, or does that not count? Yeah, that's a consolation game. Okay, okay, okay. That's what consolation is. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. You're, you like, you're like Olympic boxing when <laughs> you're in the match and then you don't make the finals. So you can't compete for golds. So you're fighting for bronze. You've won a medal. You know, you've got something for competing, but it's not really. I'm honored, genuinely honoured to be drafting last, having normally been first draft. <laughs> okay, so, so to answer your question, Flem, we've got uh, eight teams, uh, reverse order of the league standings from last year. So Lino goes uh, very last place this year round. And for the first time, and this is something I really wanted to ask you two about, for the first time ever, we introduced keepers, one keeper in exchange for your first round pick. If you want to, you don't have to. We agreed that. And I just wanted to kind of ask you both kind of, have you thought this ahead of this draft? We've got a draft in a couple of weeks. Have you even thought about whether you're going to use your keepers? Yep. Yep, 100%. And? No. I, <laughs> no. As I am no. drafting eighth, and based on the Instagram activity that I've been monitoring, I will probably be drafting, taking a keeper. I mean, yeah. it's obviously Christian McCaffrey. Okay. Right, okay. When you see the Instagram activity, I mean, are you talking about Christian McCaffrey's profile or are you talking about his wife? He's not on Instagram. He's not on Instagram. It's his girlfriend. So, so, so in other other words, and and, and please, I I do need to emphasise this quickly. You are taking tips regarding the fitness and the future performance of your main pick this season from his missus. Yeah. Okay. Okay. In, In what form does that take? If he's in photos with her, he's not training. That's a good point. <laughs> She's currently in London, I think. Oh, is she? Okay. Oh, God. Okay, that's, that, that, that is not creepy. That is not that's creepy. I know. No. Oh, man, what are you doing? So, what, hold on. So, out of so, if you look at her Instagram, I, what's her Instagram uh, handle? Just for those who might be listening. What is it? Uh, he's going to his mobile phone now. Like, he's he doesn't know off the top of his head. Yeah, yeah you know what uh, so, how she's many? Got, got 5.2 million Instagram followers. Yeah, all, including all, you. All Panther fans and all fantasy fans, by the sounds of it. Yeah. Olivia, I'm going to pronounce her name wrong. Col- Colpool? Col- Colpool? She's. A, I, I would share it to you. But it's a visual thing. Yeah, she's um, she's decent. So let me. Well, <laughs> let, I mean, I kind of. I was going to ask a different question, but I want to unpick that now. What's decent? Is she a decent reporter of his fitness, or what do we mean by decent? He dresses well. She's very attractive, athletic, seems to sort of support good causes. Uh, I could show a picture of her to my wife, and she'd be, she'd agree she's decent. <laughs> Sorry, so the word decent is your wife's word, not yours. No, no, I wouldn't show, I'm, I'm showing it to my wife. My wife thinks I'm going to call to the US at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to, a, to <laughs> Olivia, what's her name, who does all these good causes? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me. I've got to ask in. So, if she posts ten pictures out of out of ten, how many are you gleaning any insight into McCaffrey's fitness for you selecting him as your keeper? Um, 
in all seriousness, if she, he was with her in London now, I wouldn't consider it. But as he uh, stopped being with her about three months ago and obviously now focusing on his fitness, that was kind of my indication. So he's not appearing at any pictures anymore for the last three very, months? Very, very rare. Okay, so basically, if he doesn't, you're going to keep checking this woman's Instagram, and as long as this guy still doesn't appear all the way up to the draft, you're going to feel good about picking him. And if he's, uh, and I am following what's going on in the Panthers training camp. Okay. Oh, I, I love the fact that does come up as a strong secondary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, that's, uh, I mean, that's, I've never thought about uh, an Instagram account of a partner or girlfriend of a player before. And right. I'm seri- seriously thinking about it now. They're, they're, they're often the ones who leak what's happening. Change the subject. Footballers is often the girlfriend who will tweet that she's uh, 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 or say goodbye to her friends when she's relocating city to to move to London to join uh, join Spurs or something. It's, it's, it's they're the ones they're the ones that people catch out. Oh yeah, I've just tweeted that I'm on a plane to London kind of thing. Yeah. 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 I mean, okay, the good, good news stuff. is that, you know, if your current career doesn't work, Lionel, you've got you've got something wrapped up. You can be a journalist for the Daily Mail. And I mean, yes, I mean this is you know. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping this 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 is the thing that elevates us. Well, this, this, you're hoping that this podcast gets you a job at the Daily Mail. Is that what we're doing? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to quote you on that. Google it one one listener and that being your wife trying to work out what you've been doing for the last hour. Yeah. No. <laughs> so let me let me let me let me turn a question. Flame, come on. I, you just said right at the beginning not selecting a keeper whatsoever why yeah there must be someone talk us through your like top five picks from last year and like, right. is there any is there must be someone in there that's worth a even a, right. even the, a the, consideration the, the, the thing is right okay I've, it's funny I've, I've got my squad well the squad that i finished up with last year i've got it in front of me right my first round pick last year was zeke zeke Elliott. now i am what fourth i think i am in the draft this year uh yeah yeah. Uh, no, no, no. You're no. Uh, third. Fourth or fourth or third? Or third am I? I think. I think. That so. I have that bad a year. Well, I'm I'm third no, or fourth. No, third or fourth. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm fourth. Must have finished above the alligators. Uh, yeah, no, I definitely finished above the alligators. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I'm fourth pick this year. Okay. You know, am I am I saying that Zeke is going to be in my top four of picks? No, he's not even going to be a first round pick. Could he be a second round pick? You know, I could see him going third. Right. Okay. He, he just you know he's he's not the player he once was. I think that's no. fair to say. Apart that's from fair. that. Apart from that, my other picks, you know, that I had there, um, Tyreek Hill, you know, had a good season, moved to the Dolphins. At the same time, controversial pick. We'll come on to that later. You know, the other the other running backs and, you know, wide receivers I ended up with, you know, Van Jefferson, nah, Singletary from Buffalo. Nah. You know, a Singletary from Buffalo is a sixth round, seventh round pick. I think he's having a really good preseason. Don't get me wrong. And actually, I think he's going to be good value later on. But, you know, he's not a first round pick. The only person who, funnily enough, you know, I actually considered for a long time keeping would have been Dak Prescott. But, you know, you, you, you can pick him you, up. You can pick him up later on. Exactly. You know, and actually, funnily enough, he got injured midway through the season. And I just checked now. I was positive I had him. But actually, my two quarterbacks at the end of the season were Murray and Herbert. So without wishing to give games away, there's no way in hell I'm having a keeper. You know, yeah. it, it's just, it's, there's, there's just no value in it at all. And that a lot of that comes from, to be honest, my team just being a steaming pile of shite last year. That's quite. It was quite enjoyable because you've been like the dominant player in the league for the ten years we've been playing. Bought the uh, Bonnelly ball bags. They're currently named. Uh, Bonnelly, not Bonnelly. 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 Yeah. Well, you're wrong. It's Bonnelly. For those of you who don't know, Bonnelly's the Bonnelly's the area in Edinburgh in which in which I live, and actually. 
more annoying than people who spell my first name wrong, which is fucking plentiful, is people who call it Bonnelly. It's not Bonnelly. It's Benally. This this is uh this is going to be you shouldn't have said no. That's going to be a, a, a kind of running thing now. If we ever get no. this podcast off the ground, no. it's the ball bags. It's it's banal. Yeah, the ball bags is fine. Ball I'm bags. happy with ball bags. Ball but bags. Banali. It's not Bonali. Well, the ball bags have been. Let's be frank. Like, if you look at total wins, I think you've got more wins over ten years than any other team. Yeah. So, to come last year, we did to barely scrape into the playoffs to not have a team worthy of a single keeper. I know, am truly, I am truly the Man United of this league. I I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, kind of from 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 dominating to scraping into the Europa League if that it's it's um uh, it's brutal and you know I'm fourth pick this year I think it's a good position to be in you know I'm pretty happy with that a lot of it depends on you know on keepers and that kind of stuff especially Lino you know that's very interesting you're probably saying about McCaffrey um you know I think McCaffrey you know you finished first last year but McCaffrey could have screwed you um you know picking him up first last year and you know is he is he worth a first first pick you know if you're eighth Damn right, he's worth it. He's yeah, worth an eight hundred percent. If if I had a higher draft, then I'd, he wouldn't be. I would. I wouldn't go number one on him now. Really? No, if I had first pick in of thing, you'd go Henry or really no. Henry? Really? No. Um, no. I mean uh, the 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 Colts. Um, um Taylor. Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah, I mean, you're, 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 well, here we go. First, first disagreement, you're off your head. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I would, I mean, I'd, I'd have, I'd have McCaffrey top three, definitely. But he's, he's a, he's a number one pick, no matter what. He's, um, but I think, I think we're all a little bit scared now because of the last two years. Like, it's, it's between him and Taylor. Um, I think for, for your number one pick, James, you're wrinkling your nose. But if any yeah. any running back is a risk though. Well, right. any player any players any are players a risk. risk. Come on, no, no QBs less lesser a risk. Wide well, receivers lesser. Joe, two years oh, hold on, two, Lino, no, two years ago Joe Burrow out for the season with you know banged up knee. So any player can Rogers collarbone. Dak Prescott ago. last year screwed me. He was Prescott. out for he was out for half the year last year. He was on fire at the start and then mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, any players at risk. I mean yeah, the running backs are more likely to get injuries because of the type of position, but any player can go down. Yeah. I, I I I would just fundamentally disagree. We're getting quite serious now in fantasy chat, right? But I think the point about running backs and your early pick. I think first of all, if you get a first overall pick, I think it's a curse because you don't pick again for another like everyone in the league yeah. is two picks before you get your second. So that's the first thing I always worry about being first. Second thing is you pick someone and you end up picking someone who sits out the season like you did, Lino, when you chose my your first, first ever first ever pick. draft. Yeah, yeah, my first ever pick was Le'Veon Bell. Every single podcast, <laughs> every single YouTube video I watched, everybody was telling it's nailed on Le'Veon Bell, and he didn't play a snap. And I kept him in my squad until the bitter end, and then, until just in case. And I also accidentally dropped him when I wasn't having at work and had to get special permission to have him added back onto my roster. You are the Oli Gunnar Solskjaer of uh, fantasy football management. Now, guys, the next topic I want to talk to is something I saw um, it was about 10 days ago. 
it uh, came from the Twitter handle of JJ Watt. So famous NFL uh, player, line, defensive lineman, plays for the Cardinals, most famously for the Texans. Fan favorite for many people who follow NFL. Seems like a nice guy, gives money to charity and all the rest of it. I saw a tweet and I really just, it kind of made my blood boil a bit and I wanted to get your takes on it. So his tweet reads, this is August 14th, Spurs celebrate the tie, Chelsea treat it like a loss. Hashtag built different. Now, I read that. It made me think, why is a draw better than a tie? Right? Because we think about draws in the UK differently to how Americans think of ties. And I'm going to, I want to jump to you both. So he's talking about the Spurs Chelsea game there, clearly. Lino, you're a big Spurs fan, right? So how did you watch that game? How did you feel? when Harry Kane got that 96-minute equaliser. Now, how does, that, how does that, JJ, what tweet feel to you reading, hearing that, reading that? See, delighted when it went in. Didn't play very well. Uh, get a last-minute equaliser. It feels like you've got something from a game that you perhaps didn't deserve something from. So it does feel like a point gained as opposed to you know, two points dropped or, or something. So from my, my perspective, reading it just made me think he doesn't understand football. Uh, soccer uh, for that objective and yeah it's very different the, the those points mean a lot more later on in the season than than I know it, win or a loss it's, it's very different in that sense and also there's the, the rivalry uh, everything about it I, I just thought it was a very strange comment from something yes you'd always be angry if you concede a last minute goal especially from a corner especially against your biggest rivals especially at home so yeah why why wouldn't Spurs celebrate it did you did you enjoy it more for how you knew it made Chelsea fans feel more than how it made you feel? Probably. No. I, <laughs> it, you 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 know your phone isn't going to light up with I don't know half a dozen Chelsea fans taking the mick, uh, which is the big rivalry. Yeah. And yeah, I think it's a it's a London derby. Those clubs hate each other. I think hate's probably a it is it is more spiteful than I would imagine any rivalry between an American two American football teams because geographically not on each other's doorstep yeah. as well. So I, I think that's something people can't understand. Yeah. All right. Well, let, let me let me pivot to Flem. Go on. I I I, I, I kind of see where he's coming from, but at the same time, it's it's I think it's a total false comparison, right? Because if you know he was playing for the Cardinals against I don't know, my American geography is shocking. Where's where's near Arizona? Uh, Vegas would be a near team, surely. Yeah. Raiders. Yeah, yeah, good point. Yeah, so so playing playing against the Raiders, right? Okay, last play of the game, and you're seven points down, and you score a touchdown in the last play of the game and get the extra point to take it to overtime. Would they be celebrating the hell out of that? Well, yeah, they'd be celebrating the hell out of that, but they don't really get the opportunity to carry, you know, to to celebrate it too long because they know they're going straight into overtime, right? So, it's it's a totally different mindset. I remember, I'm I'm a Hearts fan from from my sins. And 20 years ago, uh, you know, we had a, a home derby against Hibs and we were 3-2 down in the 89th minute. Hibs scored a penalty in the 89th minute uh, to go 4-2 up. Most of the crowd left. And then Graham Weir, gorgeous Graham Weir, a man who, you know, has done nothing else for the club ever, pops up in, the, I think, like the 91st and the 93rd minute to score twice. And, and take it to 4-4, which is still my favourite, well, sorry, my second favourite Edinburgh derby of all time. Because, you know, it, it was just utterly insane. 
you know, yeah. kind of getting a result like that. And I think that's the difference, isn't it? It's about getting a result. Um, and because in America as a whole, as a whole you know, they don't like it's, it's part of American psychology, isn't it? Uh, one, one must win and one must lose. It's not good enough to, you know, play for ages. For, you know, for God's sake, you know, we play cricket where you can play for five days. Five games, five days, 25 days worth of cricket it can still be a draw. Exactly. OK, so, so you can do that. And, and then, and then at, the end of, at the end of it, you know, you shake hands, you kind of go, actually, one of us isn't better than the other. OK, Americans sit there and go that's utterly insane yeah you know and, and that's just the kind of the, the mentality isn't it it's just like no no we, we can't have that we have to have a winner and we have to have a loser so i got i wouldn't be doing my duty right if if i didn't point out and i wanted to draw upon your experience from then your recent edinburgh derby where your team hearts uh were away to hibs were one nil up yeah and what, what, what point in the game did Hibs equalising yeah. end up with a draw? 91st, 92nd, something like that. Oh, yeah. So that must have felt like a loss to JJ's tweet. Chelsea treated like a loss. Hearts, that, did that feel like a loss? Uh, yeah, yeah, especially because of who scored the goal. Uh, and, you know, it was, the, it was their, you know, messiah returning home who came on as a substitute and hadn't actually played a game of football in six months and, yeah, you know, goes and taps it in from three yards because... Toby Civic can't defend a fucking fish. But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, of course it does. Of course it does. But, you know, we've, we've, we've been there and it feels like a loss. But, but you know, you, 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 you sit there and, and you've got the point at the end of the day. And, and that's the thing, you know, Americans don't have the idea of a point gained or two points lost. It's like we won or we lost at the yep. end. But I think the bit that he said the team's built different, you tell me those Chelsea fans weren't, I mean, gutted. Absolutely gutted. Yeah. And that was. Why have you got a smile on your face? Oh, I was gonna say it's, it's, it's wonderful. Thing there. See, you both you both been saying it, and and I did bring it up because I saw it, and I just thought, oh, is this an and with respect to our American friends, and we and we all love NFL. That's why we're here talking about American football for the most part, right? But an American football player chips in with, oh, I built different. And for me, you've both talked about positive and negatives of draws in derby games, Hearts and Hibs in Edinburgh. Tottenham and Chelsea in London and for me that's the big difference maker derbies and rivalries there are rivalries in American football we have rivalries in the fantasy league right there are teams you definitely want to beat in the fantasy league that we are in and yeah. people listening in who do their own fantasy leagues there'll be certain fuckers they go I've got to beat that person this year like for me that's the big that's the big difference right and you're like nah I've I just can't shit the bed on against this one person against this one team you've got someone in your head who that is and that's where a draw can feel like a loss or a draw can feel like a win. And look, this is the thing that I think can sometimes annoy me about NFL. Like I've, I've grown to love NFL over the last 10 years. I love, you know, I love, the, I love the pageantry. I yeah. love the stats. I'm such a stats geek. You know, so I love all that. And, and, and I love the aggression and I love the skill and I love the, uh, you know, just, just everything about it. But if there's one thing that pisses me off about it, and it's not just NFL, it's it's actually North American sport in general. It's it's all at the behest of not the fans, right? The Rams, five years ago in St. Louis, and then the old joke is, oh, let's move to LA. The Raiders. Can you can you imagine if the owners of Spurs went, you know, fuck we, it, we're moving to Milton Keynes? We almost rioted because we tried to move seven miles in London. Exactly. Exactly. Or, or if, you know, the, the, owner, the owners of Hearts suddenly said, actually, do you know what? We're going to relocate to, I don't know, Fort William. You know, can you imagine that? 
I mean, it, yeah. it just it just wouldn't happen. I mean, God, American football fans are passionate. I mean, they, they, you know, you, you can't deny that. You know, they're they they are yeah. passionate, and actually, it means so much to you know local communities and to not just local communities. Sometimes statewide. You know, look at the Packers. You know, you can't say that just all their all their fans are Green Bay. You know, you've got Wisconsin wide, but because it's always at the behest. And, and, and it's the downside of what the money and entertainment brings is that it can just, you know, disappear off at someone else's whim because, you know, that's that's what we want. You know, I, I feel so sorry for folk in St. Louis or um, or Oakland or San Diego, um, you know, yeah. who now just Would you have? don't have a team. Yeah. Well, let me let me let me let me throw this. I, I think it's been an interesting sort of insight into this. Let me throw this at you and bring it back to fantasy. Most fantasy leagues are like ours. We have decimal point scoring. So you, your player can score half a sa- half a point for half a tackle or something. It often means that our scores are like 178.13 versus 112.20 or something. Do you think we've never had a draw, ever? Is that something we're missing out on in fantasy football? Not, not, not enabling a draw between teams? With no, because, because, because I like with the relationship that we've all got, I, I need someone to be happy and I need someone to be crying and I need someone to, I need someone to feel that, you know, don't get me wrong. Quite often it's me, but I think if we got, if we got to a Tuesday morning and we came up and kind of went, Oh, nobody's won. Oh, nah, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm not having that. Imagine if there was a draw in a playoff game. though. Imagine if there was a draw in the final. What would we do, Kamish? You're in charge. We, what would we do? We would, we would, we, the closest in ten years, the closest final we had was 0.6 points between the two teams. Yeah, I know. I lost it. You lost it to me. And yeah. uh, thanks. I mean, that's the closest we've had to a draw is no point less than 0.7 points. Uh, but what would we do if there was a draw? I mean, yeah. we've never. It's, 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 it's got, it's got to be, it's got to be some crazy stuff or something. It's kind of, you know, uh, arm wrestle. <laughs> No, no, no. Be, 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 it has to be more extreme than that. You'd, you'd, put, you'd either do something extreme, or you'd look back to the league table and then go whoever finished highest or something. I don't no, know. Well, that's or, not extreme. Uh, no, 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 no. Like you're, no, no, you're no, not, no. I think you're not. You're not thinking out the box. No, 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 no. You know, I wanted to. I wanted to be like a jelly eating contest or something like that. Or you know, we both start in the same place in London, and we've got to get to San Francisco the quickest without spending any money. You know, some some like Willy Fog shit. That's that's. I can't argue with that, to be honest. That's pretty. Uh, that's pretty much decided. That's going to be if there's ever a draw, playoff or final, a draw is commission decides location. You got to get there quickest, spending yeah. no money. Yeah. Can I do? Can I do a really? Can I do a really wanky podcast thing? Yeah, go for it. If you've got any ideas about what we should do if there ever was a draw in the final, put your <laughs> idea in the comments. Okay, we're back. And uh, look, guys, the last thing I want to touch on today and the end of our first podcast ever is, you know, fantasy football related. We were going to maybe touch on some other topics and on maybe future episodes we will. But I really want to get your opinion on a topic that comes up every year, usually around this time, actually, just before people fantasy league draft, undraftable players. So I'm going to throw out some names and I genuinely want your honest take as to whether you think you would draft them. 
So in other words, in other words, what what we're what we're trying to say is, uh, Fitz, and correct me if I'm wrong, is mm-hmm. that we're trying to get ourselves into as much legal p- trouble as we can do in the first episode as possible. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you're the lawyer, so yeah, you tell us if we're going to. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Thanks, mate. Yeah. I appreciate that. That's good. That's good so yeah, that's my defence that you're here to censor us, and if you don't, then you're my you're my cover. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm also I'm, al- I'm also the editor, so this section might be very very short. Super. Yeah. <laughs> but we're talking. Everything we're talking about is alleged uh, for the most part. So let's let's start with the most topical one, right? Deshaun Watson, Band 11 games. If it looks like you're in the draft, you haven't drafted a quarterback yet, all the decent ones, you know, have gone Mahomes and uh, Josh Allen and likes and, and Herbert and maybe Burroughs and co. Who out of the two of you would potentially think about drafting Deshaun Watson? Maybe as your backup QB. No, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to give I'm going to give the honest practical answer here. You know, he's, he's out for, he's out for 11 games. Okay, so, so, so I mean, there's that there's that starting point. So certainly okay. when it comes to the initial when it comes to the initial draft, you're going to be able to get a better backup QB. You know, no matter what, who's not out for the first 11 okay. games. Let me, let me like, change if it. we get to, if we get to week 12, yeah, and he's in free agency. Um, would you pick him up? Um, probably. Look, okay. I'm 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 going to be honest. I'll, here. I'll, I'll, um, I would. Yeah, you would or you wouldn't. I would. I, I, yeah. I think he's he's. I haven't read everything. I haven't obviously. He obviously missed all of last season. He's miss. He's missing majority of this season. He's being punished. Yeah, that's kind of my view. Okay. Look, you're you're talking to the guy here who had Tyreek Hill last year without an issue. Uh, you're also talking to the guy here who had Aaron Hernandez three seasons in a row. Yep. Um, I, I don't think I can really be sat here and um, and um, you know talk about ethics uh, in in drafting and not drafting. Yep. I mean, you, you you're the player wow. who's drafted. You've drafted Antonio Brown more than anyone else, and, and yeah. he's you know not not on the same level as some of those names. But I'm sure I had Big Ben as well a couple of seasons. Didn't you I? had. Yeah, you had him two years in a row. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, you're, so, you're you're beginning to paint fran- a picture. Maybe the, maybe the franchise needs a uh, update. <laughs> well, maybe okay. maybe Bob Bags is the right name for them after all, you know. <laughs> Let me throw a different name at you, um, Michael Vick. Mm. If Michael Vick was in the league, or if we were playing fantasy during the Michael Vick years when he was at uh, the Falcons or the Eagles or whatever, for those you don't know, allegedly we got banned for allegedly being involved in dogfighting rings. Would you feel comfortable picking up or drafting Michael Vick? Um, I'd feel more comfortable about picking up Michael Vick than I would do picking up Ray Rice. Ray Rice, who was allegedly banned for, it wasn't allegedly banned, he was banned for allegedly being involved in uh, violent domestic violence, wasn't it? In, uh, yeah. Hitting, some, hitting his partner or something in a lift mm. or something, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'd rather have to Sean Watson than uh, uh, Michael Vick. Okay, so so twenty four women sexual misconduct you're comfortable with dog fighting you're not. Hold on, that's is allegedly 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 covering myself. This is all alleged, but I don't know. It's good to know where your line is. Nice dogs, dogs. We've all got dogs, and we've all got wives. Well, I tell you what, your wife is going to know this isn't a call to America pretty damn soon. I mean, what we're generally saying is that NFL players are absolutely awful, aren't they? I mean, I just you just have to Google. I'm on a New York Times article earlier today, and I just out of interest, thinking about this segment, I went, oh, NFL players who've been banned for something dodgy. And there's like a list. Martavius Bryant, Darren Waller, Josh Gordon. I mean, 
yeah, you, you, you talk about the, the ruthlessness of it. Henry Ruggs dropped the day after. Obviously, first round pick. Mm-hmm. It obviously looks pretty nailed on that he, he is, is guilty. The evidence seems to be uh, very there. Ruthlessly discarded, first round pick. You see Manchester United have suspended the guy still being paid. I know he's not involved. Again, it feels yeah. It, it, they 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 do have a more ruthlessness, uh, especially with um. I know we've seen how players get cut and I know not not from anything but just ruthlessly cut. Whereas yeah. in in English football, players are I know have to do have to be really guilty. Obviously, uh, proven guilty and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, you, you see you see that like though, but you know, let's talk Kaepernick. Sorry, would who's, you, would you, who, who yeah. did you just say? Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, I thought you said Kaepernick. I did see Kaepernick. Yeah, I did. I did. I did see Kaepernick. I'm glad you picked up on that. Just, you're going to pick me up on ball bags and Bonnerly, then I'm going to pick it's, you up it's, on it's Kaepernick. It's Benali. <laughs> yeah, no. you know, they chucked chuck him. You know, so so well, so they'll they'll, they'll 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 chuck him for social issues, but they'll but they'll hold on to uh, they'll hold on to Deshaun Watson. But he was overpaid and not being used. I I guarantee if he was QB one, they'd have turned a blind eye. If he was Tom Brady taking the knee, they've dropped. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think uh, I, 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 th- I think that comes into play all too often. I've seen uh, reserve team players booted out of football teams from small misdemeanours, and first team players are held on. It, it, you, you, your worth is. I don't know, it's 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 awful. It's not right, but I think that's one of the, the challenges in life. You'll turn a blind eye to a high performer. Whereas you could use it as an excuse on a low performer, but it doesn't have to be as insane as a uh, uh, child, child dog fighting or whatever it was. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean that's just a combination of two things, which is I mean, pretty awful. I mean, that's that's Adrian Peterson allegedly getting together with Michael Vick, isn't it? That's all kinds <laughs> of things going wrong there. I'm getting a sense of it involves dogs. Lino, you're a bit upset about it, but everything else involving women and children might be okay. <laughs> Fleming, you've got no morals. You'll draft anybody. No, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, can, well, can, can, no, no, no. Let's 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 take it back a bit. I okay. have plenty morals, and if you don't agree with them, I'll happily find some more. Okay. So okay. Uh, up for, up for sale. Okay, cool. Yeah, pretty much so, to the highest bidder. It comes back and 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 do your you can do your podcast bit again on this one Fleming. I'd be really interested in anyone who's listening whether they think that for our fantasy league, the Anglo Scott Fantasy Football League, whether I as commissioner should unilaterally act and ban the selection of someone like Deshaun Watson. Because I'll be honest, it's the first time in ten years this will be our eleventh of running league where I've seriously considered one unilaterally acting as commissioner and two running out an edict that says if anyone picks him up during the season. Because the NFL shouldn't didn't go far enough, in my opinion, they lose like a first round draft pick or something. I, I'm, I feel that strongly about it. I and I'm fast. That's why I wanted to talk about it today. Because I'm, I'm, there's no way 24 women just, in my opinion, there's no way 24 women just kind of colluded and made up a story and and, and oh, stuck to agree. it. Yeah, completely. So, and I just, I, he shouldn't be anywhere near. You know, he shouldn't be anywhere near a field for another year, in my opinion. And in and our league, if the NFL won't go that far. The ASFL, our league, will go as far as it needs to to protect the integrity of our league because it doesn't have much. So I've got to protect what's left. Um, chaps, um, helpful. Good to know there's not as many morals in the league as I thought there would have been. Um, I think I'm probably on an island on this again, but uh, and, and on that case, I probably won't 
ban the selection of Watson. And we'll so see what, happens if, what happens if you're star player? So if I, you're saying if I pick someone like Kittle, who's okay. really... you're 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 tied into him from a 49ers perspective. He's your he's your tight end of choice. Yep. And I don't know driving under the influence doesn't kill anyone, but I don't know plows his car into the back of a school bus. I'll give you I'll give you a, a two point answer. Part one would be as a fan of the 49ers as I am, or a fan of Tottenham as I am as well. There are players who I do not like who play for my team. I do not like Lucas Moura because of his bigotry, his anti, you know, homosexual, his very homophobic kind of viewpoint, uh, almost borderline fascist. I don't like Lucas Moura playing for my t- team, Tottenham Hotspur. He, he scored a hat-trick against Ajax. I don't, I don't care. I, I, I love that night. I celebrate the win. I will not celebrate the player. And if someone in my fantasy team went and did something like that, or my 49ers, someone did like that to your question, would I be happy about it? No, and I would not support that player. If they were in my fantasy team, the only, only thing, and this comes back to an earlier conversation about winning, the only thing that would keep me even thinking about keeping that player on my team was if it really came down to it and I thought, hold on, if I don't pick that player and I, I could lose the final or a, or a playoff game against a team that is a rival, and it comes back to our derby debate, like nice full circle point there, playing George Kittle with whatever he's done, if he's tugged himself off in public and he's been caught doing it i'd still pick him if it meant i beat my rival teams in the league i think you guys would be the same i mean i don't, don't get me wrong okay i eventually won the league oh sorry i eventually won the title what, three years ago after yeah, seven or eight years of uh of pretty yeah. much always being the bridesmaid yeah. and i shit you not apart from my wedding day and the day of the birth of my son proudest day of my life i mean it's on my LinkedIn profile that I've got back-to-back titles. So that's how much I. That's how much it means to me. I'm commissioner. I live and breathe this. I, I, if if Lionel actually wins a league ever, which would be nice, I'm sure you will one day. Then I'm pretty sure it's going in all kinds. Of, it'll be on a banner outside your house, probably, Lionel, wouldn't it? Yeah, I would. But I would buy a trophy. Yeah. And I have it just over my shoulders. So like, What's that trophy for? Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I think uh, on that note, we've been going quite a while for our first ever attempt at a pod uh, for the uh, Midlife Crisis pod. No, sorry, the uh, the pod tight ends and uh, an NFL fantasy football uh, podcast. Uh, I've been Fitz, uh, your host. Uh, you've had Fleming from the Bobags and Lino from the Renegades. Uh, until next time, see you later. Bye. I don't need to wave, do I? <laughs> no, you don't need to leave. No, that's, 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 again another clip. Here we go. Please, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>